Hello and welcome to the Liverpool Way podcast. Uh, we're recording this shortly after the absolutely scandalous events that we witnessed away at Spurs. Uh, we'll get straight into it. I'm Dave Usher and I'm joined for this one by Paul Natton and Julian Richards. Uh, um, I'm, I don't think I've processed my thoughts properly at the moment, so I'm just going to let you take it away, Paul. Um, just there's not going to be any structure to this because I think there's like yeah. so much that needs talking about. Um, you know, we'll just freestyle, so just take it away. Start wherever you like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I've got us like me. Where are we now? We're about we're we about yeah. an hour after the game now, something like that. My my head has been properly battered like honestly really I mean immediately after the game I was all over the place in a way that I'm not normally I mean I could, and particularly for a game where the stakes are relatively relatively low you know we're still in September might not be low at the uh, end of the season though. so so agreed but just so 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 fucking unfair so unfair it's the unfairness the injustice of it I really can't cope with it's absolutely like just done me head in completely it's not just one thing or two things or a couple of like niggly things. It's like three or four absolutely fucking massive things when we've got the opportunity to go top of the league. And 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 it's just it's it's the nature of the it's the nature of what's gone wrong. It's just it's just not our fault that we've come away from that with no points. It's just not it shouldn't be right. I mean I have to say, like I think that I think the comment from PGMOL as like as just as just made it worse like i just i just how how is it how is it conceivable i just don't understand how you can be at the very pinnacle of your career you know you you refer you you're refereeing or va your var in you're the video assistant referee in the premier league it's the biggest league in the world there's literally millions tens of millions of people around the world watching what you're doing live and you make a decision like for the disallowed goal that's as bad as that, you just have to lose your job. Yeah. You're not fit to do the job. And equally, um, the other fella in charge, what's his face? Um, Webb, mm-hmm. South Yorkshire prick. He should all, be resigning. Be because he has made the whole thing. He's made the whole thing worse than it was. And it wasn't great when he came in. He was supposed to be coming in to clean up the mess. And he's actually done the opposite. He's made it worse than it was. You see, for me, right, it's like you go to a restaurant and, you know, you're expected, you're expected when you go to a restaurant and you buy a meal to not get poisoned when you eat the food. And for me, it's a fundamental basic like that. To get a decision like that so incredibly wrong is like a chef mixing the, the raw chicken with the cooked chicken and serving you the cooked one with raw meat all over it. You get food poisoning and you're in hospital. It's like you should, it's you not should even be in the kitchen though, again. Really, what That's it a, actually it, is, is you've gone in and you've ordered a meal and the chef's just gone, no, nah, I'm not cooking. I know it's my job, but I'm not doing it. I'm just going to sit here and do fuck all. Yeah, maybe. Because he didn't do it. Maybe. He did not. He didn't I mean, get I it. Suppose he just didn't th- do it. The, the one thing I'd say is we don't actually know what's gone on behind the scenes. We've had the apology. Uh, oh, it's not even an apology. We've had the explanation. But we don't know why it's happened. Did you see what Gary? So, I mean, Gary Neville it. was saying on on Sky. Because right, if no, this this is like how how he thinks it's gone down, he thinks 
he's gone off the defender who's with Diaz and he's not gone off the defender at the bottom who's it was Romero, I think he's outstretched leg has like played him on by like a yard. He thinks he's not looked at that, he's looked at the other one and think, Oh yeah, he's offside. Now, I don't think that's the case, but I think that might be what they put out and no. say that was the error. Well, I I, I, well, I think that adds insult to injury if they say that. And the other thing, Dave, is the other thing that you always say, and you're right, is that liners are really good and they get it right live. How is the liner himself he's got, got that wrong, wrong for his place? It's like, it's so, it's, but it's, 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 it's a, miles it's almost outside. Half a yard, maybe it's a yard. Not like, it's not like, yeah, it's that's miles When it's, it's an outstretched leg for defender you know, and a player running. We're talking about, they get, they get things right where they're literally like, there's half a centimetre. This is like, it, this is at least a foot on side. There's no way that anyone should be getting that wrong. It's an absolutely... I, I can't get my head around it. It's honestly, it's battered my head so, so much. And that's before you talk about the complete misunderstanding of the Curtis Jones thing. The joke about Jota's first yellow. I mean, even the second yellow, I'm not really having that. Yeah. I can see there's an argument. But the whole thing is just an absolute disgrace. Four red cards! In seven games. That's more yeah. than Jürgen Klopp's had in seven years before this. But just the, the linesman on the pitch the so refereeing far. is not just in crisis. It's just, it just doesn't work. Yeah. It's not know. working. The refereeing no, of the game is Howard not working. Webb's come in. Something's broken. And he's come in. And instead of fixing what was broken, he smashed it into a million pieces. He set fire to it. And then he's pissed on all the ashes and he's just laughing about it. Because it's so much worse yeah. since that prick's come in. And you know what? This isn't even like... I could have told you that this was going to happen. We know. Liverpool fans know Howard Webb should not be involved in this in any way, shape or form. And this is exactly how I would have expected it to play out with that cunt. But just the, the linesman on the pitch, he's got it wrong. But I'm always like staggered at how many they get right. Because it's when it's, it's so quick... I can absolutely live with that linesman getting that wrong. I've got no issue at all with the linesman seeing it the way he saw it. But that's the whole reason why we've got that. And the the guy on, on VAR is Darren England, who's like the specialist VAR. He, he's, he's like their main VAR guy. So I'm not buying it that he's not seeing the guy at the bottom of the screen. And I'll tell you why. Because I'm not like a fucking qualified referee or linesman or anything like that. But when, whenever yeah, there's an exactly. offside, the first thing you do, you look at it and you go, okay, where's the last defender? And you look right along the line. And Dave, it's, it's not even a difficult you decision. You can't miss it's the last defender. It's, it's impossible to miss the last defender, Paul. It's not possible to look at an offside and judge it from the wrong play. It just isn't. You look at it and look, your very, very first thing you do is you look for the last defender and then you look for the forward yeah, and then that's where it goes. Automatic. There's You're no right. way he's looked at that and he's not seen Romero. There's just no way. It's impossible. And it goes back to what you said there about he should be sacked. Well, he should be sacked. That's not a mistake that you, that can be allowed to happen or that you can come back from. Things like this decide titles. And that is not like a linesman making a mistake. I'm, a linesman making a mistake. I'm totally fine with that. Shit happens it, in, in the heat of the moment. You're getting one quick look at it. it. It's really difficult. But when you're sitting there with all the technology that you need and you didn't even fucking need technology to see that was on side, by the way, and it, to just disallow it without even checking. And the, the word that was coming out initially was that they're trying to speed play up. Well, there was a fucking there was a there was a decision at Everton today that took three minutes twenty seconds and offside, and it's fine. Take three minutes and twenty seconds as long as you're getting it right. That's the whole fucking point. You know, we've actually we're at a point now where we're accustomed to these delays, and no one's getting that pissed off about delays anymore. It's like just get it right, and then we'll move on and get on with the game. 
Well, that was the whole yeah. point of bringing and, in VAR in the first place. And like, you get and this, right. this is the thing as well. Is like the Curtis Jones one. We can argue about that all day, and technically they'll argue that there's excessive force. It's endangering. The they'll argue that, and it's an argument that they can win whether we agree or not because it's, it's a grey area. It's it's a subjective decision. This is not a subjective decision. This is like a black and white issue where they've got the technology to determine if he's onside or offside. And they did not use the technology. They just disallowed a goal and started the game like within 20 seconds or something. It cannot be allowed to happen without massive repercussions. That fella has got to lose his job. And Webb should go as well. But the but the yeah. guy who's made that decision... There's no coming back from yeah. that. There just isn't. It's it's, it's so bad it's that I don't see how you avoid a sack the idea that you've got to, you've got to consider that there might well, be I'd, bias I'd involved because it's that ages. bad. I don't see how you can rule bias out. It's you, so you bad. I've been saying that for ages, but you just sound like oh, you know, you're just bitter because the fucking decision's gone against you. Even if you leave yeah, all of that, on that on leave one, all of that aside, because it's you can't prove that. Whatever we think, you can't prove that. Let's say, oh, it's a mistake, which is what they're peddling. I don't buy it. I don't buy it for a second that it's a mistake. All VAR is doing, it gives them the opportunity to give the decision whichever way they want to give it. So you can take the red card as an example, where the referee has seen that as a yellow card. And without VAR, the game just carries on. It's a yellow card player. And one yellow card's fine. You know, it, it, yellow card's like a little harsh, but you'd be okay with it. You're like, okay. It looks bad because he's as he's come off the ball. We'll get into that that decision in more depth anyway. But the the point I'm making is that you can with with like these the subjective ones like that. The referee gives a decision. It goes to the video room, and then it's up to them to determine wh- how do we want this to play out, lads. What are we going? We, this can go either way. But, but yeah, but this is the thing. Off? They, they can do whatever they like, and we've seen it so many times. And they hide behind clear and obvious to whether it's relevant or not. And a lot of the time, it's not. Ultimately, all VAR has done is given the person in that room, like the the leeway to just manipulate decisions to go whichever way he wants them to go. Now, I'm not. I've yeah. said this before. I'm not saying they're being paid to make like decisions against certain teams. What I'm saying is. These are like these are humans, and they've got their own little personal fucking grievances and biases. And I know if I was in that room, and there's a decision that can go either way, I'm giving it the way I want to give it. That's and like to think that these people are above that. They're not above that at all. They're just as fucking petty and fucking spiteful and vindictive as the fucking rest of us are. The idea that they should be held to some higher fucking standard. They're not of a higher standard. They are not better people than we are. They're just not. So ultimately, you're giving them all the power now to give decisions whichever way they want to give those decisions. That's what it's come down to today. That twat in the VAR room has manipulated the situation. And we can get into the whole thing about when you go and look at the screen and the still image is just fucking staring right at you. Oh, the that's pressure that is put on those referees when they walk up to the screen and they see that. It's like, yeah, you've made a mistake, mate. Go and look at the screen. What the fuck? It takes a really fucking brave or a really arrogant referee to look at that and go, no, 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 I'm just going to, I'm standing by my own decision. Non- yeah, Because he's literally under the spotlight, so the, other fellow, the VAR has got the pressure of the millions, but the referee is literally on camera yeah. looking at the decision with millions of people watching him. That's yeah. real pressure. The referee Jules, you the may pitch. as well come in because me and Paul could just go on all night here. I think you need to, need to get in and, oh, and get fuming, yourself. Like, I'm fuming. Yeah, I was going to say there is a third person on this. Um, 
Sorry, as mate. you two as you two went on a diatribe. Um, the uh, the Howard Webb thing about smashing it in a million pieces. Surely it's more like the uh, sort of Father Ted, where he has a dent in the car and he spends ages putting it right, and in the end he absolutely yeah. ruins the car. Yeah. It's that, isn't it? Surely, that's your analogy. Well, you you're the for. analogy king, so. Uh, <laughs> well, there you go. I, I had it ready for you. Um, the uh, the offside is is inexcusable. Uh, there's no there's no two ways about it because you can see it with the naked eye. Now when you can when you can eyeball a decision that easily, in real um, time as well. When it just doesn't matter if it's real time for it to still. If you can eyeball it, then there's a problem. Then it shouldn't you know a check shouldn't take long. Correct. It shouldn't take long to say yeah that's obviously onside. That they ruled it out, and the check was not done. There was no check. There were no lines. Um, that's I don't I don't really know I don't really know the what's going on in that room that is that is the interesting thing what have you done to to get yeah. to that point that you thought this yeah, does not need checking this is fine this is offside um, that that'll be the really interesting thing to see it was clearly onside it is it is a momentum shifter because obviously you go one nil up and then the entire what happens rest of the game completely alters you know be having a lead when you've got 10 men is completely different to chasing a game when you've got 10 men um i'm not going to go and down the should lose his job and all that stuff that's not for me to decide i don't really like calling people's jobs but he should certainly not be probably running var anymore whether he goes well, he's and a referee something else he does referee would, games as well well if he goes to the championship or he goes to pgmol uh school or something else i don't know but you, you can't be running var if you're not checking the entire i don't like var i never wanted var if the ref if the you know like if if the var didn't exist and that linesman had given that goal offside i'd have been fuming and i'd have gone well it happens because these you know as dave has often said these these people get it right far more often than they get it wrong it can't happen it's one of those things but when there's a specific system in place to stop that from happening and it's still wrong, then I don't really see the point of VAR. Um, I mean, I, as someone who didn't like it anyway, I don't really see the point. If you're not still going to get the decisions wrong after all that, what's what's the difference? Exactly. It's it, it's a scandalous. It is a scandalous decision. There's no. It's one of the. It's the worst I've ever seen, and that there was no picture with lines at half time. You knew that they, they, it was. I mean, obviously the eye test would tell you it was a fuck up, but you knew the quickness there was a big the, fuck up how in there somewhere. Quick, the, the so-called yeah. check talk as well. That was a massive red flag. Yeah. Well, again, obviously, I'm talking. Yeah, obviously, but what I'm talking about is usually yeah. they'll go and here's the picture of the lines, and I thought they were maybe going to fudge the picture of the lines, but that there was no picture with the lines at half time. Was like, yeah, they've they've cocked that up, and they know they've cocked that up. Um, so it, it leaves obviously you, you we've lost you come away with a bit of taste in the mouth about how we've lost the own goal and all that but ultimately you know it's it, it should hopefully be fuel for the rest of the season so if it's done nothing else it's lost the three points and we could have that is the other thing i suppose is that going top ahead of manchester city you've got to get ahead of Manchester City. You cannot chase Manchester City. Mm. You have to be ahead of them to stand any sort of chance of beating them. And to to, to miss out on doing that, not that. because not because of anything really. I, some people are going to argue the Curtis Jones, and yes, the Jot, you know, we'll get into the we more. Could have overcome you know, that, yes, the Jot was probably more of a... I, it looked like they we could, would. They could have. This the, is what I'm saying. They looked like we'd overcome yeah. that because the plan was just about yeah, to unfold I, I where Darwin comes on for like the last 25 minutes yeah, and then that I goes up the smoke. 
I get it. I think I think it was a badly refereed game. And look, you know, I get that when Spurs have won the game in the ninety-six minute, I get their fans are going to be elated. We wouldn't be We'd singing be elated. Robbie Williams exactly songs. the same thing had played out. Oh, not like that. Hang on, that again. Hang on. <laughs> okay, so we'd all be elated. We'd all be buzzing off the fact that you know, ninety-six minute winner. I get all that. Uh, yeah, the Robbie Williams <laughs> inexcusable. Like of all the songs you can pick, now. But I don't really get the Spurs players dancing like that because you were fucking it up. You were fucking it up. You had nine men to play against for 20-odd minutes. You had 10 men to play for 50-odd minutes, 55 minutes. And you could not get it Madison done. and Son and both got I get the... subbed and they're giving it the beans yeah. at the end. I told you that Son yeah. was a cunt. Told yeah, you. I, get, I get you did... Uh, I did, you know, I get the sky are going to say, oh, well done, Spurs. But I would be like, if I was Postacoglu, I'd be a little bit sheepish at the end of that. I, you know, I wouldn't, be, I don't, to be fair, I don't think he was particularly chesty. I think he was, you know, not sheepish, but I think he was sort of like, yeah, we played all right. We did well. Liverpool are a good team. But I don't really think Spurs were any great shakes there. And yeah, I agree. If, if you know, with 10 men bringing Darwin on, I think there's every chance that they go on and win that game. It's just a shame that, as you know, the referee indecisions have have ruined the game. They've ruined the game from the from the Curtis Jones enough because don't forget he was booked. <laughs> that that and the and again the VAR put that put that sending off. You know when the when the when the referee goes to the screen, the VAR's got it in the freeze frame of Curtis's studs on on his shin. Now that's another that's that's the VAR twice now doing something that really isn't. Isn't isn't what you should be doing? You should, you know, not checking the goal. I think and that's standard policy. You know, video I think they on, do that because I've heard people complain about that before. What? Don't, but well, th- all right. I've so heard that's standard policy. No, but listen now. Just then, one quick point on that. I counted, and it was on the screen for about eight seconds while the ref was looking at it. They didn't move it on. They kept well, that still frame there for ages. Yeah. Well, and that's and that's what I'm about to say. Okay, so it's on the screen, but then. It's rolled back once, played forward once, and then the ref goes, oh, yeah, fair motion. enough, sending off. Uh, like, in slow and motion. Like, that's like, clear and obvious error. Mm. So, yeah, anyone who's ever played football, if you put your foot on the ball at full speed, there's always a chance you're yeah. you It's a sphere. It's, it's always a chance your, your foot's going to roll sphere, over So it. you're going to bounce and off it as well. It's, yeah. It, you know, and, the, yeah, the, the balls are much lighter these days. They go a lot further. It's just... Absolutely incredible that that, that that would be the conclusion when it's already been a yellow card. It's a shit show. Um, it's tough to take, but I think I think weirdly I think Klopp and the players would probably use it to, to propel themselves forward. However, the fine margins of losing three points when you shouldn't have might be might have serious repercussions at the end of the season. And as Klopp said in his press conference after the game. You know, when they told him what the PGMOL statement was, no, it doesn't if we lose the title now. by a couple of points, not it's not going to put an asterisk back. on it, is it? And say, but Liverpool got no. screwed. But just, and these just on that things, point, well, just one, come back one more thing, one more thing, and I'm going to hand it back over to you. This kind of stuff never seems to happen to Manchester mm. City. I know. It never used to happen to Man United either. But I, no. I actually let me let me just come back on that point, Jules has made, Dave, please. So that that point there about it'll 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 spur the players on and that'll spur Klopp on it'll galvanise us. I'm, I'm sure you're right. There will be an emotional reaction to it. But what I want to say is is that I don't think we needed that. No, I don't true. think because I think the, the, I think mm. things have come together really really 
like bizarrely well for us. Like look what look at the amount of changes in this team, tactical in terms of personnel. And we've had a, an amazing start of the season. Not perfect, but an incredible start of the season. And I thought the first, whatever it was, up until Curtis sending off, I thought we looked a really serious team. I thought we looked really good in what was shaping up to be maybe our biggest test. We were going to take them to the cleanest you could, you could, you could I, see. I it. think we'd have batted yeah. them because I think they were. I think they were playing well. I think Spurs were playing well, and a lot of their players were putting in good performances, and they were pinging it round. They were trying to play through us. They weren't overawed by our press, and we were pressing incredibly hard. But I think we looked really, really at it, with the one exception of maybe Diaz. But everyone else looked right at it, and I'm sure, like you know, the players will. Jules is right. The players will have an emotional reaction. They'll all sort of get together and say, "We've got to put this right." But I don't think, as a team and as a club and a squad, we needed it. I think we were mentally in a really strong place anyway, and that's another thing that just makes me. So frustrated no. about the whole thing. It's so unfair. The whole thing is just. So I agree unfair. with that that we didn't need it, but I do think it is going to have an effect. Even to the point now, I actually think the only thing that can stop us winning the league is not Manchester City, which is right up until today. That's what I thought. It, it, you've got to get past Man City. It's not. It's just getting past these fucking referees because I, I actually I'm looking at us now and go, you know what? We don't have to worry about Manchester City. I don't think we need to look at that and go. Oh yeah, we're, we're we're playing for seconds or whatever. No, I actually think it's the only thing that's going to stop us is fucking getting screwed by refs because I I just think that was so fucking good. We're way better than I thought we were going to be, and just seeing like that today, even with ten men, we would have won that game with ten men. I'm fucking sure we would have won it. Yeah, Tottenham yeah, were too. not giving us problems, and like Tottenham have been talked up all season, even after the game. Like, oh, Tottenham are second in the table, blah blah blah. Stu made the point in the chat, and he's spot on. He's like, you know, if if Joel gets his feet right, Spurs are getting fucking slaughtered for how they played against nine men there today but that one little incident at the end of the game and suddenly the fucking singing and dancing to Robbie Williams and everyone's like smelling themselves were second in the table I mean they laugh at Arsenal they're fucking worse than Arsenal yeah, that's a, that I was don't Arsenal on steroids that about shit Arsenal. like the way they were carrying Incredible. on but no I'll, I'll call it now I think we'll win the league I do and the, I think the only thing that'll stop <laughs> us is fucking referees and if we miss out on the title by a point again you can just fucking go directly back to this game today as that's where it went. Forget what happens from now and other points that we may or may not lose. It comes down to this because this was a fucking scandal. What happened today? And not nothing will well, happen. Do you know if there is any bounce happen. back? Nothing that should happen. You know if there is any bounce back in a reaction to today's results. What it should be is referees up and down the country thinking Liverpool have been absolutely shafted and they should be looking more favourably towards us because that will be the real justice. That's what really should be. That's what really should result in the injustices of today because it was so bad. I can't believe there's a single referee in the country that's seen that and isn't going, oh my God, this has just shit on every single one of us. It's so bad. It is so bad. Do you think they're asked? Do you, do you actually think Paul Tierney's sitting there I, thinking that? I think that? we should all be humiliated seeing that. Like it's, it's, it, basically, they're they all should be, like but pricks. they won't. They, they just... The, the little fucking, the little fucking traffic warden bastards. They don't think like that, you know. They've got that little bit of authority. They think they're untouchable. They can do whatever the fuck they I'd want. I'd be ashamed if and I was that fella. Honestly, they should be ashamed. They fucking should be. And I know refereeing's hard. And my issues very rarely with the referees on the pitch. It just isn't because I know how hard that is. And it's like we do go overboard about them sometimes. And like refs on on the pitch can make mistakes. Like the first booking for Jota today is a joke. The second one, he shouldn't have booked him for the second one, even though he could. 
he shouldn't have because he should have been told, look, that first booking, he's, he hasn't done anything. It's like the tiniest bit of contact that's totally accidental and you've given him a yellow card. It's like when they wanted Trent sent off at Newcastle and the ref didn't send him off for the second one. And he's right to not send him off because he'd fucked up on the first one. And he's like, I can't be sending him off when I've, I've given him that stupid yellow. I'm not giving him another one straight away because that is on me. I've got to be a bit more lenient. And that's what should have happened today. He shouldn't have booked him for the second one. Even though he's, it might have looked like a booking. I don't even know if he touched him on that one, to be honest. But he's lunged in. And, the, you know, if he's not already on a booking... You wouldn't have an issue if he got a yellow for that, but the referee's got to look at that and go, "Oh, that first one was really soft. I'm gonna, I'm gonna allow this, but I'm gonna say to him, look, one more, and you've got to go. You've just got to, even like the Curtis one. You know, this is the thing what seems to be lost now. A red card should be an absolute last resort where it's like, look, I've got no choice. I've yeah. got to send you off because this is going to impact the game so much, and it isn't. Like Chelsea got a player sent off last week for fuck all. It was similar to similar I mean, to that the, today. What about the booking on Robbo today? Robbo got yeah, a booking. I have no idea what he did. He said he's gone up with his elbow. He's it, just gone up for a head, and it was you know there was nothing in that at all. What was there was another one as well. Someone else got booked for absolutely nothing. Yeah, he, he, he lost control of it. He didn't know what he was doing. He's he's not a good referee, and you know. But as I say, referees on the pitch. They are going to make mistakes. It's tough. There's no excuse for the shit that's going on when they've got the amount of replays that they can watch now. Dave, I, I think I think you've been unduly fair to him there because uh, yeah, the VAR has badly let him down. He had a car crash he today. Did. That referee, I know, I'm but, telling you. But the it's, it's the just was a disaster. The liners but, were a disaster. That, I know this it's is difficult. All I'm saying. But they're at the top know, of the all game. I'm saying, Paul. The top of the game. That's like saying don't criticise a world class striker for missing for well, not scoring. I do, for I 10 do weeks. say that when people are on but, Darwin's case, I'm the first one to fucking say that. So, but no, it's the basics of the job. He said world class. Hey. Hey, we have less of that. <laughs> no, all I'm saying is that is a difficult job. Being in that room, looking at videos with all the technology, and that, that is not. It's not difficult. Any one of us could do that shit. Refereeing on the pitch, I can't pretend that I could do that job because I couldn't. It's really difficult. And I know what you're saying, and it's right. All I'm saying is I can make allowances for, for referees on the pitch. I cannot I make allowances not when today. they've got all the, all the technology that they need to get decisions right, and they still fuck it up. You can subscribe to the Liverpool Way podcast on all the major platforms, whether it's Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon or Podbean. Just search for the Liverpool Way, leave us a review and hit subscribe to automatically receive all new episodes. You can also head to liverpoolway.co.uk and grab a TLW season ticket for just £3 a month. There's tons of exclusive content, including match reports from every Liverpool game, weekly Premier League roundups, the TLW diary and access to the members only forum. Lastly, you can follow us on social media at the Liverpool Way on Twitter and at the Liverpool Way TLW on Instagram and Facebook. What it is, is that um, I think video technology in sports where it's a very fast-paced sport doesn't really work very well. Because I'm thinking of all the sports that have video technology, replay technology. It's all right in tennis, and isn't it? Hawkeye's all right in it's tennis. All, it's all right in cricket. It's in right. It's all right in rugby. It's all right in baseball. It's kind of arbitrary in, in the NBA, and it's very arbitrary in the NFL, um, part, partially because sometimes the NFL's rules are quite archaic about what and what, what doesn't constitute a catch. But those two are the fast-paced sports. Isn't it like more about football. the laws, what's black and white, rather than... It's where you've got subjective decisions I just as opposed think, to black and white ones. I just, well, in the NFL, definitely. So in tennis, the ball's either in or out. 
offside. Well, yes, it, you, again, yes, in, in the NFL, what isn't what isn't a catch and what is a catch are two very different things, as is roughing the roughing the passer. But and in the NBA, but I think it comes down to I think a lot can be subjective in football as well. Like the this is why yeah. the offside is so egregious because that is fairly black and white. You're either on or you're off. Well, but I, I think I heard on, today the comes... not bringing Hawkeye into offside. Didn't they have no, an automated using... in the World Cup or something? Yes, yeah, semi-automated. Yes. And Andros Townsend have it as well. And we've, apparently, we've said, said no to it in our league. Yes, that's what he said at the end. But you know, I don't, I don't know how well the automated system works. To be honest with you, it should, it should fail. Again, well, no, it can't be worse because this didn't do anything today. So I just think, I just think video replays and stuff when it's a very fast-paced sport, and then they've made the rules uh, a lot more open to interpretation, the handball rule and all that kind of stuff. Means Crazy. that you get you get these more these more murky odd decisions than you would normally. I just I just don't think it's a great fit. I don't think it'll ever be a good fit. You can automate it as much as you want. Like you, I just I still don't think it'll ever be a great fit. Yeah, you're right, Jules. You're right. Uh, I'm fucking fuming. Honest to God, I'm so fucking angry. It's bad. This like. Yeah, I was already fucking steaming because of the Ryder Cup and like the way that was going down, and then sit down to this match and like. I'm chilled out at the start and thinking, yeah, this is going well. I like what I'm seeing. Mo was looking really sharp. Um, we created some oh, chances. It just felt like a goal was coming. Then you get the sending off, and I'm, I, was, I had to go outside. I had to walk outside. I was fucking steaming. I needed to just get out and like, you know, vent because like I'm I'm watching it like Gail and Adriana are in the room and like they're fucking scared because I'm like <laughs> fucking stomping around like fucking kicking so. I, I just don't that. get this angry. About I've got to get out. I, so it's the, it's the injustice of it. That that's it. So yeah. I went outside, yeah, cleared my head, I came in, and I said, "I'm going to watch it in my office. I'm not going to put you through it because <laughs> this is I'm not going to be able." to like rein myself in I need to be in another room so as two I men just, over 50 uh, okay. <laughs> oh, I know Jules, mate, honestly I know but um should I we talk have, about I some hate... performances let's talk about the players well yeah because honestly, my that, that's, what again, was, you know. that's what I was going to get so to angry. is like their their goal comes like two minutes after the, the disallowed Diaz goal doesn't it so like, even with 10 yeah. men we were still like threatening and we had a, and do you know what it's what's been lost in all of this it was a fucking brilliant finish by Diaz that finish, which the, the more you watch it, you're like, you know day. what? Yeah, he never had a great game, but that's a fucking brilliant finish. It was, it was a brilliant finish. And then it was great ball from Mo as well. Yeah, and it's like, and he'd all, Mo also put that other one in just after when when Diaz got a yeah. touch, didn't get enough on it. But it's like two minutes later, we concede, and it's like, oh my god, that just it just compounded it, like because we could all see. We knew that we'd been fucked because the, we didn't see the lines. We knew, like the quick check, no lines, so. Just the sense of like injustice, which is a burning sense of injustice, and then to concede straight away, I was like, "Fuck this! I don't even want to watch it anymore." I was so fucking angry about it. Obviously, I did watch it, but like, you just feel, what's the point? What are we doing here? You know, you you you, you like, you, the team's playing the way they're playing, and it just gets taken out of the hands by by this kind of shit. But the players didn't. They didn't like react like that, you know. I would have just walked off the pitch. I wouldn't have been able to cope. But they'd be like, "Fuck this!" I'm well, going. Well, they've already on. had that adversity yeah. away at Newcastle, haven't they? So, but the way and they, they bounced back today, the way it was, it was fucking phenomenal. Um, fully deserved yeah, equaliser. Yeah, took it well. Um, I thought Gary Neville was was harsher on Gakpo on that first chance that he had because the ball was behind him. And when, yeah, when Robbo well, played it really to him difficult. first time, it's behind him. I, I, he's saying, hit it first time. How the fuck's he going to hit it first time when the ball's there? So, and then he said, like, his, his touch on the goal as well. But, like, I didn't think Don that. Don would have hit it first time. 
Yeah, that, yeah, but that's Darwin. I mean, you can't be comparing everyone by Darwin standards. Well, that's true. But um, no, I thought Gakpo's took that really well. Uh, I didn't really see how he got injured. It must. Have, it looked like he was a hamstring. It was. It was just oh, before he extended the knee, surely. Yeah. And what amazed me is that when I saw it in the replay, and we got hurt. I thought he got hurt before he before he turned and uh, and took the shot. So he still scored. With, with, so he scored yeah. even though he got hurt. No, fair play to him. It was a great finish. Really good yeah, finish. Yeah, it was brilliant. And then it's all set up for us then. Like, okay, we just keep this tight. You know, we keep it at 1-1. He gets a 25 minutes to go, and then you send on Darwin. And, and like, exactly. that, mm. that was the plan, you could see. And Darwin's ready to come on. Then, this, like, the... So, uh, and what did you think about Jota coming on for Gakpo rather than Darwin at half-time? It had to be Darwin for me. Although Terry said that that's what we did at Newcastle. I'd forgotten that. Obviously, he's brought him on um, for the defensive side of it, hasn't he? Which is ironic, like considering what happened. Well, the thing is, though, he's not exactly known. He's not exactly known for his uh, hold-up play and speed, is he, Jota? So when you're trying to play on the break, and you either need to be fast or you need to hold the ball up and bring others in. And in fact, holding the ball up and bringing others in and losing it was what got sent got him sent off. Yeah, uh, I would have brought Nunez on. I think you've got a. I I would have. You need pace, I think, when you're in that situation, yeah. especially away from home, like a team with Spurs. I think you need pace on the break. You need to be yeah. able to knock it long if you need to, stretch the game, open up the spaces. And I don't think Jota... I'm not saying it was a mistake. Well, it was a mistake. He got sent off. But I'm not... like the, the idea of it wasn't a mistake, I don't think. But it wouldn't be what I would do. But then, you know, I'm sat here with a cat in my house and uh, Klopp's an international renowned manager. So And we suppose. all questioned that Newcastle and that worked out well, didn't it? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. so no, I, I don't question that decision, even though I would have put Darwin on as well. I do understand that it's because we're down to ten men. You'd bring Darwin on if Allison got sent off. <laughs> no, but he's only made, he's only done that because we were down to ten men, and he wants to play a certain way. And Jota's yeah. more adept at playing wide, you know, like helping out the full back, whatever. I, I, I think Spurs were there for the taking. So do even I. At that stage, yeah, I agree. I think they were there for the taking. I think they couldn't cope with Darwin's mayhem. I think they'd been absolutely battered. So the Jota sending off happens and. At that point, I mean, it feels like it's all over, doesn't it? Like, ten men, we're doing all right. You go down to nine men, and it's like, okay, we've got no chance now. I mean, well, what are you expecting at that point? Um, I mean, you know, I, 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 as I've already said, I lost my head. Like, I was still thinking, get Darwin on. <laughs> well, it was a triple change, and I, just, I just thought, get Darwin on. <laughs> Honestly, it's feel like the answer to every problem is get Darwin on. I really did. Honestly, I really thought. I still thought they could um, that we we could hit them on the break. I think that that was daft. Really, that was a daft thought, quite obviously. But I just thought what it what it absolutely exposed is our the points I was making before. Really about you know we already know mentally where the squad is at because they were so composed, they concentrated so well, they all knew exactly what they had to do. Physically, they were up to the demands of nine, of eight outfield players. Just. Um, just completely shutting down the space within the width of the uh, penalty area. Um, their concentration was phenomenal. They weren't just sitting like we would have done under Julier or Rafa, you know, like with everybody sort of back in this, sort of like in line, you know, almost almost in the six-yard box and not coming out. They were, they pushed out a few times as well. Robbo was an absolute machine. Yeah, and, trying and to get Dom out a as couple well. Of times. A Dom as well, yeah. I just thought, um, I, th- I thought we were just incredible, really, you know, Tactically, in terms of our composure, physically, all of it, and and Spurs just look. I thought it was embarrassing for them. 
And in some senses, when we talk about how embarrassing they were with their celebration, I thought you've gone right over the top there and you were completely exposed. You just were made you were made to look laughable until like you got that absolute fluke of a winner through an own goal in uh, the last with twenty seconds to go. Yeah. I mean, if basically like their whole game plan was pass it around, twenty passes around the middle of the park, then get it to Kulisevsky, who puts an aimless cross in and we head it out and then rinse and repeat. And that was going on for like the last twenty minutes. Um yeah, apart from a couple of times when we managed to to, to break out a bit and I actually was was I was getting the feeling that we were going to score. I thought we we're going to get a Me set too. piece. We got the we made the triple change, so we had three centre backs on at that point as well. Um, sending them forward for for like set pieces and that, and it just felt like you know we might nick this. Don't you love that about Klopp? He never ever ever stops thinking. There's find a way to win. Love it like in any circumstances. He didn't go totally gung ho, but it's never gone from his mind. We might be able to win this. How many other managers in years gone by would have just said, don't go up for the corners, everyone stay back? Do you know what I mean? Just yeah. play for the points. Not clock. And he's not reckless about it either. You know, we weren't playing recklessly. We were playing really well, but he hasn't ruled out the possibility that there was a chance that we could we could just snatch something. Yeah, I like there's there's no quit in him, is that he's even like in a game like that where we're down to nine men, we're playing like a back five, three in front of them, no forwards. And you still think, oh, if we get one chance here, we can nick this. And yeah. I think when we got to about 94 minutes, I thought, okay, we're, we're all right now. We're not going to lose this because we never looked in any danger. It's not like Alisson was really having anything to do. It was like right. Spurs had totally ran out of ideas. And then they just have like that one moment where like they fired a good ball across the box and, and then that happens. And yeah, it was just utterly heartbreaking, wasn't it? Just... It is. It's going to take a while getting over this one. I should say, it's not great for Matip. I feel sorry for him, but it's not... I don't know what he was thinking doing that. I really don't. It wasn't that... It was not like there was a lot of pressure on him when that ball was coming in. It wasn't like someone breathing right down his neck. Mm, it's a real straight. miscue from him. Yeah. A uh, real miscue from him to just do that. Just okay, a little bit yeah, of might have been tired. Yeah, no, I get that. But it's still, I think... I feel sorry for him, and I don't like blame him as in, like... It's your fault we lost the game. There were other, much many other factors to why that game was lost. But I also, I think it was like, it was, and I've got a lot of time for Matip, I always have, but I think that was like a pretty bad lapse in concentration. Uh, and to be 30 seconds from the end, like that's the absolute, just the, the drizzling shits of the way to lose a game to, to an own goal in the last 30 seconds. Yeah. And again, I get the Spurs players are going to celebrate like they've won the, the European Cup. And in many ways, you know, if you're a Spurs fan, you might think, that's uh, that's just desserts for that Mane penalty in the first couple of minutes in the European Cup final because that was the iffiest of penalties back then. So that's karma. I I I like to think I don't I don't think this would happen, but I do like to think that maybe PGMOL Webb will call up Klopp and go, yeah right. Tell you what, look, we'll just call it quits. You yelled in the in the fourth officials first and bumped the lines, but we 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 were we were coming down hard and you we fucked up massively. We'll just reset now no we'll just you won't get four sendings off in seven games because that is just an absolutely astonishing yeah record to have for a team that's like usually top of the fair play league that don't you know how much did i give how much shit did i give darwin for getting sent off last year because that's not something we do as if he'd done anything nothing wrong it's like no he's absolutely fucked up that's his fault that's his inability to cool his head 
has got himself sent off. Whereas today, yeah, the Jota second yellow was stupid because he should have been. He should have known the situation that it, he, there's a chance he's getting sent off. But I still think the first yellow is ridiculous. That guy's falling down like Ric Flair. Um, and then the, the the Jones one, I don't think is sending off. So like the, the, those are the two like compared to like Darwin, when I think that was entirely his fault and he 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 was put himself in that situation. I don't think any sending off we've had, even Verges against Newcastle, it was a necessary evil of the, of the way that of the way that that um, that whole move panned out. But like McAllister's was rescinded for God's sake. Jones won't get rescinded, no. and neither will Jota because yeah. it's two yellows. So you're gonna have to do like what? Well, Jones is gonna be gone for three games. I think that's violent conduct. They're gonna call that. Yeah, yeah it is. Fine. Is it? Yeah. And then oh, and Jota's right? gone for one game. Am I right? Game. What I said before that it's that four and seven games is more than we've had in seven years before. Who's been sent off before for Klopp? So there's Darwin, there's Robbo. Who else? You think of any more? Um, Mate, we can't think of who the goal scorers were in the last no. game. We're not going to remember that. There, there probably is. There's probably... It's very rare though, isn't it? Alan's been, Alan's been, been sent off. off. He sent off. Alisson was sent off at home to Brighton. I feel like Trent's been uh, sent off. At some Trent's point. been sent off. I think Trent's been sent off. So but yeah, four and seven years, sent off. four and seven games. Sadio maybe. I feel like Sadio. Yeah, Sadio was sent off for kicking. Sadio oh, yeah. went for the high boot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, might have kicked yeah. him in the head. Yeah. Either way, four and seven is mad, no matter who you are. It's yeah, an absolutely it incredibly high rate for a team that isn't that dirty. Yeah. Well, I say isn't that dirty? Isn't it's dirty, dirty at all? I mean, we win the fair play award every season. It's it's not yeah. who we are, and now like not this season. Four red cards. It's just like well, technically it's three, isn't it? Because one got rescinded. Yeah. How many yellow cards did did Madison ask for today? How many times did Madison say they should be getting booked there? What's happened to all that, by the way? Why why are you not getting booked I, for calling for I yellow cards? I said in anymore? the chat it's October tomorrow. That initiative's gone now. That those sort of initiatives only last about August into early September. Yeah, until they've shafted us and then they, they never. There was yeah. one, a couple of minutes in the game, and Richarlison walks past the referee, and like. Right in his face, he puts his hands up like, and he doesn't make a big thing of it, but he put his hands up like, made like the card gesture, walked right past him like a couple of minutes in, and nothing was done about that. So, and and you know what? And nor should it be. I I think it's stupid when you you booking players for that. But if that's what yeah, they said is. they were going to do, well then you've they got to stick it, yeah. to it. You can't just do it for one week and then fuck it off. But yeah. which is exactly what's happened. I mean, it's mad, like, the things that they fixate on. You know, like, the minor, trivial, stupid things that they're fixating on when there's so many, like, big issues that they're just making a complete bollocks of. Um, yeah, but they're worrying about, like, oh, you know, we're not having players waving imaginary cards. Like, fuck off. That's what I mean. Like, they're just, like, traffic wardens. Just fucking jobs worth. Ah. <sighs> I want to. I think we've spoke loads about that, and I want to try to. Mm. It's almost impossible to get away from it, but I want to try to just because there was so much like encouragement to be taken from like, from what we saw from from our players. Right, today. I'll I'll take it on, Dave. Joe Gomez made up with him this season. Yeah, he's been he's been really he was good. Great again today, and you you called it the other day. Maybe leave Trent out, and it was absolutely the right decision today. And uh, I, I thought Gomez was absolutely sensational again. I think he's just really, really good footballer. He's great. The way we play, you know, we know how high risk it is, how difficult it is to be a defender in this team for Klopp. You know, how exposed you can be, how high we play up the pitch. I, I just thought he was absolutely sensational. I think he's having a great season. And if he stays fit, what a player we've got on our hands. 
I feel really sorry for the way his uh, his reputation has kind of ebbed and flowed over the last few years. Most of it not not his fault, really. Yeah, Dave's fault for calling him Titus. <laughs> yeah, absolute fucking wrong, and Dave. <laughs> it was just fucking bad that. Fuck off. He was making Fuckin mistakes every bad. game. I was just I Titus was only, Bramble was, was only pointing out what I've seen. Titus Bramble was. A I never said it was Titus Bramble. I said people used to say about Titus Bramble, he looks great. Apart from the don't mistakes, make me, don't make me dig the old pads no, out. You can you dig it out. Dead. I know exactly what I said, and I stand by it. It's like you know, you're defenders who look great for eighty-nine minutes and then give a goal away through doing something stupid. That's what Titus Bramble was. Obviously, Joe Gomez is like a much, much superior version of that, but the the same he's not flaw a version of it was there. At all. No, he's he was. He was like he's a, like a Harrods version. He's just a fella who's had difficulty with runs of form. He's been in and out of the team through mostly no fault of his own, and that's difficult to focus properly. But that's not fundamentally who he is. See, don't don't make me start like being overly critical of him because you're rewriting history. No, I, I'm not rewriting history. No, I said what I said about Joe Gomez. I stand by it. It was fair, but having said that, I've I've done nothing but praise him all season. He's been great, and I'm made up with him. So no, I've got great. absolutely no problems with Joe Gomez, and I, I said yeah, I'd keep him in the team. And Robbo's looking more like Robbo rather than That's like the, he, he pushed on loads the castrated today, version of himself that we often see when Trent's doing like the inverted fullback thing. McAllister, let's talk about McAllister in that sixth position. <sighs> I don't know. I fundamentally I like him as a player, and if you look at all the facts and figures that come out about him in that position, he's clearly doing lots of things right. But I just worry that his, his lack of pace is going to get exposed there. It's what I really want somebody who's really, really mobile in there. Um, and he occasionally just doesn't move the ball fast enough or doesn't move his feet fast enough. Um, he hasn't really been humiliated or, or exposed too badly, but I just feel like he might be at the wrong time against the wrong opposition. Um, I know it's one of the things that Klopp does. He likes multifunctional players, and certainly he's you know he's playing well there. I'm not telling you he's, he's shite or anything like that. He's not. He's playing well there, but I just think about you know some of the tests that are likely to come our way. I just worry that the odd occasion it might cost us having somebody in there who's not very mobile. What do you think? Fair or not fair? What do you think, Jules? But McAllister, mm. I don't think he's a natural six. Don't think he should play there. But he's playing this. What are you going to do? So, uh, you know, Endo hasn't hasn't really filled play us with confidence either. You have to play him there because there's no one else at the moment. But he's not a natural six, is he? So he, I just don't think you know. He... Well, you next he, week then. Talk about was it? Because Curtis suspended. So do you move McAllister or do you play Gravenberch or Elliot? Play Gravenberch because I don't like playing players at their former clubs away from home. So you wouldn't play so McAllister I mean, at all. No, because it's away from home and I've already set my stall out on that. Don't play him away from home against the former team. Is this just based on Jota? <laughs> based on everything. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do I'm going, I'm going to need to see a little bit more evidence. Who else, apart from Jota, who else are you talking about? What that, That's led um, you to this, this opinion. I can't think which players we've signed from other teams. Uh, Lallana, always shite against Southampton. Most of Lallana, them come from other Premier League teams, yeah, yeah. Lallana was shite against Southampton. Lovren was always shite against Southampton. Uh, Mane was the exception. He was great against... He was good against Southampton. Uh, Mo always shit against Chelsea, apart from that one stunning goal, especially away from home. He's always trying too hard like, to justify himself. Um, well, you need more? Is that not enough? Yeah, I'm still not convinced. I, I thought, but... I are we are we like totally like that 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 Andre from um, 
South America, is, I can't remember what he's playing for. That after the Copa Libertadores, he's not going to yeah. be signing. Is that not I happening? Because you know. I just, I just feel like that's got to be the holding pattern. Because Endo can't be the fi- final, the final answer on that. I was going to say the final solution, then that'd have been a bit dodgy. Um, <laughs> he can't be the final answer. He can't be the final answer on that because he's just not. Yeah. I just don't think he's. He's a thirty-one-year-old, like, not not emergency signing, but he's a stopgap. He's the very definition of a stopgap signing. So I, I thought McAllister was the right there. I think McAllister's like he's he's so technically good that he's able to do it, but he doesn't have the pace, and I don't think he's got really the defensive nose to to be putting out fires there. Mm. Um, you know, mm. all joking aside, he'll obviously play next week. He'll obviously play in that six, but. I would. It's funny that like no one's ever mentioned Elliot getting in in that midfield three. You know. Well, that's what I said about next out. week. Well, like what? Yeah, what so I'm do. saying it's funny, but, but like we never like we're, we're talking about Gravenberg, uh, Gravenberg or whatever, but we're not we're not really mentioning Elliot. He seems. I suppose to be for like, me, Jules, it's who he gets in ahead of because because he's he's not playing he's not playing as the six, so therefore he's got to play as one of the two top of the. No, McAllister's playing players. as the six. Yeah, McAllister's and he's, playing so he's not six, half, so he's not getting line. in ahead of he's not getting in ahead of uh, Dom, but I don't think he's getting in ahead of Curtis either. Now potentially that may, that maybe does open the door for him while Curtis is uh, is suspended, but um, I, I think Curtis is one of the first mm. names on the team sheet at the moment for me. Well, he's not next week. I think he's probably been the best player of the season so far for the next three games. He's not on the team sheet, which is why no. I, no, but Jules was asking why have we not thought about Harvey before this? I think well, he's mainly he asking anyway. meaning about now, though. I don't think any of us thought Elliot should well, be that's... playing ahead of like. Who, yeah, who I was. Uh, uh, we'll put it this way: I will probably have Harvey in there ahead of Gravenberch next week. I think he deserves it more. I like Gravenberch as well. I'm not knocking him, but I'd probably stick with McAllister in the six, despite what I've just said about me misgivings about him there. Fundamentally, in that role, I'd have Harvey um, and, and uh, Soberslai. As the other two of the three, and then the only uh, thing is, do we bring Trent back or do we leave Joe Gomez there against Matoma? I think. Or, or Paul, do we do we do we put leave Gomez in and put Trent in midfield? Yeah, well, mm. you could do mm. that now. Mm. It's an option. Mm. And what was the six Jules? No, no, it's like in place you know, of Curtis, but yeah. switch. You know, Swiss he'd size, probably yeah. play on the right and then yeah. Dom play on like the left hand side. I don't know. I'm surprised to find you squeamish about this. It's not your reputation. And and you've been calling for it for years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, you just And now you get your big moments and like you're backing yeah. off from me. Yeah, yeah I, I, I just not something considered really. No, I don't <laughs> think it's just all you've considered for like three <laughs> no, in the context years. of in the context of what we're just saying there about him playing you know, further up the pitch, yeah, I mean just with the other players that are there. Um, yeah, potentially, I suppose. No, I think I'd go with Harvey. And I'd probably play transit right back. It um, is a tough one away from home, Brighton. You know, you're going to need some mobility. You're going to need... And they've just lost 6-1. As well. yeah. yeah, they've just lost 6-1. Uh, they're going to need to prove themselves, but they do have the Europa League. Uh, and it'll be an away game, I think, won't it? Yes, because they played the home last, so they should be, they're away in the Europa League on the Thursday night. Is that this week? Yeah, Europa League. We're yeah. at home, aren't we? We've got you on Thursday, Thursday, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you probably play like the suspended lads in that one. Yep. Absolutely. Some cases oh, and jobs. Of course, yeah. Start yeah. them for that one. Yeah, mm. definitely. There's so much went on in that Spurs game. Is there something where, I mean let's let's recognise Alisson as well, some great saves from Alisson. Oh, uh, good second half. Yeah. Um 
Not as many and, and as you would have thought that he'd need to, though. Well, that's that's down to Spurs' inability to break down or, or sort of, as Gary Neville pointed out in the commentary, they weren't really adapting their game plan from playing against 11 or even 10. They were just doing the same yeah. things. But now we uh, we were we our you know our defensive formation was like lined up with the with five basically across the the, the eighteen yard box, and they they just went until the very end. They weren't really deviating from what they were doing. But of course, even at the end, they got lucky because again, I think it's it's yes, it's fatigue, but it's it's a bad mistake from from Matip to put that in the net there. I don't it's 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 the harder thing to do. I think you just like knock it out of play touch it out of play and he just like sort of went I'm going to volley I think he thinks I'm going to volley this into the crowd as far away as I can and he's not thinking clearly about what where he should really be putting it and that's why it's ended up in the net because I can't anything else inexplicable and like again what a man Allison is they're getting him at the end getting him like look at me look at me yeah you know it's not on you it is on you but it's not on you Joel couldn't look at him now could he no, well, he's, he's, hard, just you know, to, he's just trying to push away. Lord, just leave me alone. I'm gutted. Leave me alone. Yeah, I think Klopp recognised that as well because he gave him a quick hug and then he let him go. Yeah. Sometimes you got to process it on your own, haven't yeah. you? Especially or back in the dressing room. Um, I, I'm trying to think who else needs a shot. I mean, I thought I thought Mo had a great game. Um, the only thing with Mo, I'm 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 like he's always his one on ones. He's always trying to take players on one on one. The frequency with which he actually does not get past the man in a one on one. I wish he'd just knock it around him and go for a burst. And at least he's probably going to win a a free kick. Maybe not because he never gets free kicks. Or he'll win a throw in or something. But he never seems to want to. He always seems to want to like dribble at them and beat them with skill. But very often they just seem to you know treat them like it's a, a video game. Press the B button and put the foot in and the ball just. <laughs> Yeah. Takes the ball off him straight away. And he's he got booked today ball. as well. Yeah, he did. He, oh, said, well, he said it was for kicking the ball away. It wasn't yeah. for kicking the ball away because he kind of crossed it as the whistle went out and it was like a bang-bang yeah. thing. It was, was his reaction, like, you know, because he, he was not happy with the decision, which when you look at I... it, he's barely touched the player. He put his arm on his shoulder, yeah. he's barely touched him. And Mo never gets fouls for that. So to get a foul against them for something that happens to him constantly in a game, I can see why he was pissed off, as well as the context of everything else that had gone against I think, us. yeah, I think it was the context of what was going on in the game that is what's wound him up more. You know, he's, it's a chance to get down the other end of the pitch, stretch the game, maybe win a free kick, and instead he's given away the free kick. But that, like, how often does that happen that an attacker will, like, graze the defender and the defender goes over and it's an immediate free kick? Yeah. It's almost like the, the officials are sort of, like, ingrained in them they go oh a defender wouldn't fall over in that situation it must be a foul yeah you know because again I think we all ultimately have to come to the conclusion which is 99% of footballers are cheats they'll do whatever they can to gain an advantage and beat the system it's just what the, it's just what they do it's how the game is wide up they you know I've said it before they appeal for throw-ins that they know aren't theirs all the time They just, it's just what they do it's, yeah. it's so I can understand Mo's frustration, but at the same time, I wasn't surprised the, the defender was going down there. It just happened. It's it's you know it's part of what they do. Well, Costas went down the other night and didn't get his free kick, did he? It's one of the rare rare exceptions. I'm I'm not I'm not going I'm not one to go in for refereeing conspiracies, and it is difficult because obviously I'm looking at it through through the lens of Liverpool, and so, you know, you're always a little bit biased. But it does seem to be that either Liverpool is shit at being able to win these sorts of things, or they're or they're really naive in how they go about things. And I can't think it's the latter. I can't think they're naive. 
but they they they're not as good as other teams are, are doing it. It's very very strange, and it's very frustrating when you watch, especially at Anfield, when t- away teams come and just do, do all sorts of like fall over chicaneries, and the game's getting broken up, and the crowd's getting irate. And I'm thinking, when we try it though, it's just like no play on. And you're like, wait, well, what just happened? How does that work out? It just just not unfair. It just seems a bit weird. Alisson got booked as well. Time wasting. I didn't even think he was taking a long time. You know, considering what we see all the time, that goes unpunished. He's probably just looking for but, the player to pass the yeah, ball to because there was the only thing. eight of them in front well, of that, That's exactly it. You know, everybody's marked. Like, literally, everyone's got someone on them. So he's looking, and then eventually it's like, okay, I'm just going to have to kick it long. But you've still got to wait for them to get up the pitch. Here's how shit Spurs were. I think he hit at least two of them directly to Robbo, who was unmarked. When they had two players more than us. And we got in on the right-hand side a couple of times as well. Yeah. It was Yeah, yeah it was strange. Yeah, Spurs aren't Spurs aren't the great. That's not the great. It's a great Spurs win in how you know that they've won in the 96th minute. They've won a late game again against a, a top six team. So the result is a great result. There's a great Spurs win. The performance that is not a great Spurs win. Yeah, when they come to Anfield, because I fucking want to batter them. Yeah. I want to absolutely yeah. fucking batter them. When's that? <laughs> All that being said, like Spurs weren't the problem today. You know, I don't no, feel no, like. No. What's that got to do with it? I didn't like this. I didn't like I the celebrations. I know. I want to. I want to shove the celebrations up their ass. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, exactly. But Spurs were not the reason, like that. That happened. You know, it's not like their players were like, you know, doing anything egregious, especially. Spurs were not the reason we lost. <laughs> yeah. They were weren't. That's probably. That's probably the best way of putting it. Spurs were not the best way, but were not the reason we lost. Like the the yeah. bizarre thing is, you come out of that like going into the game, you're thinking this is a big test. Spurs are doing well this season. Let's see who they are and if they, you know, if they are someone who we should be concerned about. And I've come away from it. We've lost, but my opinion on Spurs is much less than it was. You mean just in. fucking plummeted? Yeah, I, I, it is. Yeah, it's like, I agree. I, I'm I agree. Can't believe you missed that one. I know, I know. It's just, I've got, look, I've had a bad week. I've got COVID. I've still got it. It's <laughs> tested positive again today. Just won't fucking go. I have to deal with all that shit today, so my brain's a little bit frazzled, and things that I'd usually immediately hit on are just not there. I mean, that's an open goal I've just missed. I never miss yeah. open goals. John will tell you that. <laughs> but, like... <laughs> Okay. I've lost my train of thought now. No, something that's just come to me. I got something wrong the other night, didn't I? Um, someone corrected me. Something I said the other night that was wrong. Uh, not about me you saying were... I had charisma, that, which yeah, I'll, I'll take that back as well. I wasn't being serious when I, I was calling myself. I just want. I just want to say, Dave once made a, bit of a comment earlier this season to me. He went, "I don't mind my own company because I'm boss." <laughs> I, I was talking about. And John this, told me so. No, that's all I know. I was talking about because I grew up as an only child, and I, I've never. I tell you what, I've never that's been one bothered. of the greatest things he's ever said. It was just tremendous. <laughs> but no, I've, I've never, never been bothered by like like my own company at all. Um, well, no. I, the, the whole charismatic thing, I was taking the piss. That that was that was not serious. I was deadly serious about the Jota finish being something that was my trademark. Fuck I'm off. not backing away from that. Fuck I, will, I will back away from the the, the charisma thing. Jesus that that was Christ a joke. But now I got something wrong. And so I'll, I'll tell you what it was. Talking about Jota and the music thing, remember? And I said, uh, oh, he doesn't it's like Fleetwood music. Mac. Yeah, it wasn't Fleetwood Mac. 
it was Sting. It's even more random when he was like, I don't like music. And he's like, oh, but I, I, I like Sting. I'm like, where the fuck did that come from? <laughs> totally, just a totally random thing. Even more random. And sting, but not the I'm police. Saying. That's fucking weird. Yeah, that's Why right. Why like Sting just, and not the totally police? Perhaps he just thought there was, a, there was uh, like a good buzz around his music. Oh, my God. Yes! <laughs> It's not black and white, it's black and yellow for Sting. <sighs> it's getting worse. Do you know what? I should just get my dad on next time. Uh, it looks like you stole his joke book. <laughs> uh, is there any more football to talk about? Because this is scraping the bottom of the barrel now. Yeah, yeah, Have we got anyone left listening by this stage? Well, there's plenty of football to talk about in terms of the game, but the, 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 the pod's been so unstructured in, in, in the rantings that uh, it's hard to remember what has and hasn't been covered. Yeah. I mean, so, yeah, it's what about happens when you, you, you do it an hour after the game, right? The emotions are, especially you two, the emotions are running high. You're fuming. Yeah. It's hard to construct a coherent thought. You're just like those fucking, you know. My, my whoever, fear rest. is just that we're going to get to like the latter part of the, state, the, the, the season and we're going to be right up there. I'm going to just keep looking back at this. Do you want to know how you avoid that? Win every game. You beat Manchester City. I no, know. You beat Manchester that, City. I, I do think like that. That's you've got to do that. If you don't do that, yeah. you're not going to finish above them, and no. not necessarily beat them twice. But you've got to you've got to take four points. You've got to take four points yeah. off. Yeah, you got to take four points. Doesn't matter where you win. Winning at theirs is probably actually a better thing just to go in there and beat them and then take you know draw at Anfield. But also they they all shit themselves at Anfield, so it's more likely to to occur at Anfield. But yeah, there's been Which too many fair. times when yeah, um, I I don't know. I feel like it's away is first. Yeah, because it's always the other way around, isn't it? I think this yeah. time it's it's different. Yeah, I feel, I feel like away is first. We've got a tough run of games as well coming up uh, Christmas time. I think we've got like Manchester United, uh, which is not tough because That's they are tough. shite. But They're shit. No, but but you never you never know if the the you know after we beat them seven it should be and it should be you know a fairly. Is that home or away? You know, we should beat them. That's home. We've also That's got easy. Arsenal at home. We've got Arsenal at home just before Christmas, and then we've got Newcastle at home just after Christmas, and we've got Burnley away in between that. Not worried about any of the home games. We'll win all them away. Yeah, yeah I'd be, I'd call them difficult games, but not. But I think home. City is the end of November away at home, away from home, end of November. I wonder how well, we'll get screwed be... in that one because there'll be, it'll definitely be some way where we get screwed. Well, again, it's not the, it's not that we get screwed. It's that City very rarely seem to get screwed. And in fact, get some really like there was the, was the John Stones goal against Arsenal last year, like some properly contentious decisions they seem to get. I couldn't tell yet. Yeah, I, I, gave I don't, up I don't City generally games watch them. about two years ago. I just try to pretend they what, don't exist. You'll watch this week's though. Uh, oh yeah, I'll watch the highlights yeah. of that. I'll watch if they get yeah. beat, <laughs> but I, I don't yeah. watch them live. And and if they win, I don't watch the highlights. I just avoid them. No, I didn't watch it live. I I watch the highlights, but it's just when you hear if it's if it's an egregious decision or whatever. But yeah, that that's the thing is that it seems to happen. I mean, I'm sure other fans think it happens for Liverpool a lot, but it never they never seem to get dodgy decisions against them to Man City. No, they don't. That's true. Yeah. Wonder why. Yeah. So do you want to just discuss the upcoming Europa League game, or we just like? But it'll be the same, t- same yeah, team as the last one. Yeah, let's do a couple of minutes on that. So it's going to be... Do a couple of minutes on This is McAllister's brother's team, isn't he? Yeah. Um, probably the weakest team in the group. So 
should be a comfortable win with the second choice team. I don't think uh, there'll be too many changes from from like the cup game last week. No, would we play? Would Virgil be playing? Would we have a senior centre half in there? I doubt it. No, I think it'll be Canate and Quanta. Yeah, yeah, I think it'll be Canate and Quanta. Who plays right back? Maybe Trent. Trent. He needs the game time, doesn't he? Maybe, yeah. maybe play Trent. Or Bajetic. Um, not sure he's because the clock was saying they've got to be careful with him. That's why he didn't play last week. He only got ten minutes at the end. Um, right. Unless he plays Curtis there again. I don't see why you no, I'd would play, I'd play Trent. when Trent needs the games. Even if you just give Trent 45 and then somebody else fills in for, for the other second half. Um, obviously, Costas, Callahan in goal, midfield Endo, Harvey, Gravenberch, or, yeah. or Jones. Whichever one is going to play at the weekend, leave them out and play Curtis. Yeah. Forwards, yeah. Doak, Gakpo, well, Jota. Gakpo might be out. Jota. Yeah, true. Yeah, I think it'll be Dota, Jota, and Nunez. Give him a little run out of his. What? what why didn't he start today? What was wrong? Don't know. No idea. Who? No. Nunez. I think. Nunez. Yeah. yeah. Tactical. I think it's just think it was a tactical thing. What, how he wanted to play, and then you've oh, got right, him in reserve to, when the game gets stretched. I think that's all it was. Obviously, I'd always start with him, but I do see the logic. Okay. So yeah, he might play just for, for a run out. But again, we will. The Brighton game is the. That's going to be a tough one, be an interesting one. Yeah. Next Sunday, two o'clock. And here's what's important. That is must win, not because we lost the day, but because Arsenal and Manchester City play each other next week. Mm. So is that on telly next week? Lost... The Brighton game, Jules. Uh, yes, on Sky. Right, yeah, you've got to be careful with them. Two o'clock Sunday ones. They're not always on telly, are they? No. no, I think that I think yeah, because obviously anyone who played in the Europa League is is um, is playing on Sunday. But I think that's we were the game selected lot before that. Uh, let me just double check for you. Um, that's November. That's way too far. Yeah, yes, we're on Sky. It's it's Brighton Liverpool followed by Arsenal Manchester City. So that Arsenal Manchester City game and Newcastle are away at West Ham as well. Um, so there's a couple of games there where if we win some of the damage will that's been done today can be undone it um, can't be undone but, you can limit it in terms of points in terms of morally and spiritually we'll never get over it yeah yeah but in back. terms of points unless we have a um, game where <laughs> we we're the beneficiary of something as egregious as that today then and we don't deserve the points and we get them because of that then oh, then you can say don't get us got back, back onto that day fucking hell well that's the only way you're getting them back there's no other way of getting them back oh, listen Spurs are away at Luton next week the mighty Luton we're not good at today a, I can't even laugh that's at that 12.30 kick off off at what happened to us today <laughs> no they lost the Luton at home mate you can, you can laugh at Everton oh, I'm not in any mood to laugh at anybody after, after us getting screwed hmm my but voice at least, is starting to go now as well, this fucking COVID. Well, I think we need well, to. Well, uh, let's just say at least we didn't lose because of, of our own incompetence. It was yeah. other, uh, the other people. So, you know, you, you, you can be pissed off, but you're not pissed off with the team, which is probably, if yeah. you're going to be pissed yeah. off, it's the best way to be pissed off, right? It's the opposite. That's I'm a good point. Absolutely. I'm proud of them. I'm really proud of them. encouraged and, yeah, proud. Yeah. And, there you go. Yeah, I just. Far further um, along than any of us thought, I think, aren't we? Yeah. I don't think any of us yeah. thought we'd be like this, this at this stage by this this number of games in. Did you see the um, 
like some of the scenes are full time, like from the videos from the away end. Don't know if you've seen them. Mm. Where like yeah. you see when the players went over, like you see in the background, like all the Spurs play, players fucking dancing and um Robbie Williams shit playing. But our lads had, had gone over to the away end. And like some of them, like I'm not just singling him out because he's my boy, but like you see Darwin, like just the way they are with the fans now. You could you look at that and go, they're gonna be fucking flying next week because of what's happened here. You could just see yeah. it, you know. I, I do think like there's there's something. I agree with you, Paul, that we didn't need it, but I do think they're gonna be so galvanised now after after what's happened there. Um, you'd be worried because Brighton got battered today, and you think you're gonna get a reaction from them, and it's not an ideal time to play. Fuck all that. They should be worrying about playing us next week, not the other way around. Well, we've got better players yeah, than them. Just fucking go there and turn we've them got over, and hopefully all and a better manager. All, all, all yous fucking slurp and deserve you all the time. Hopefully, like you've reined that in a little bit now after they got swatted by Villa. I'm not included in that. No, but fucking Paul and Brownie and Terry is. Probably Monty I, I, as well. I've not slept him. I've said he's a good manager. He's one to keep an oh, eye on. You were talking about Brown, Brown, he's gone over the top. Flops replacement and all that shit. Brown, he's yeah. gone over the top. Yeah. I haven't fucking said that. I said he's one to keep an eye on. Yeah. Do you really think there's anything in Gakpo leaving the game in a break, uh, in a leg brace? Yeah, I think he's injured. Precau- he's precaution. You don't do that for a hamstring, do you? So maybe it was his knee. No, I, I think it was, I think it was, it was his knee. knee. You could yeah. see it, like. I thought when he yeah. when he sat down, I thought he was holding the back of his leg. That was all. I suppose he could have been holding the back of his knee. I don't know. Yeah. Not good if he is see. in a brace. I know we can no. say it's a precaution, but it, it means yeah. it, it's something. It's not nothing, is it? No, that's what I'm saying. Like you know, it looked like his studs just caught a little bit as he turned, mm. which isn't good. Nope. No. Nope. But hopefully, if it is something, it's not going to be out for too long because. We've got enough to cope, you know, for for a few weeks. We, we've definitely got enough, but you, you don't want any long-term injuries because the squad's great because of the whole two teams that we've got going. Now, injuries mm. fuck all that up and upset your rhythm. So that that would be the concern if we had to start making changes like that because we've got the six forwards so we can rotate them for the cup competitions. <clears throat> you don't want to have to start overplaying people. Hey, I tell you you can play the six. Tiago. He's still not even in training. Ooh. Remember him? Is he not? No, he had a setback. He's, not he's in still, training. No, he's still not training. He was, and he had a setback. He's not training. I mean, didn't who called it? Who called it the other? Did somebody say in the group chat a few weeks ago he might never, he might not play for us again? Probably. I mean, that sounds melodramatic. So probably Dan. I think it was Dan. <laughs> yeah, I think it was. But do you know what I mean? If he, he, he might not like nah, this. This is so bizarre. I think he will. But yeah, um, could... it's a shame he's not available because you would play him next week if he was fit. Mm. Mm. Definitely would. Um, we wrap this up then. Yeah, have we got anything yeah, else yeah. to cover or is that it? I'm sure there'll be something, some threads. Do you think people realise that we're Yeah. People realise that we're pissed off. I know. Did, did that come across? <laughs> we always like, after we finish recording, it's like, ah, oh, shit, we never said that. But yeah, my, my head's gone, I don't know. Oh, yeah, man's been up my arse since that fucking decision in the game. All right, boys. Yeah, let's call it a night. And, yeah, we'll be back on Thursday night after whoever it is we're playing. Um, <laughs> Europa, <laughs> Union something. The respect given. I know. Well, I didn't know we were playing last time either. And you know what? Union, for, for, thank you. for weeks, I thought the other team in the group was um, Strasbourg. 
and it, it's not. It was like it was Toulouse, and I'm like, oh fucking hell, I should have known that because I made a, I made a gag at the time, like about playing Toulouse. <laughs> I can't remember what it was, but it was funny at the time. But like, yeah, that oh, way. Right. So you making a it would be something like it, it would was, be too bad to lose or something. That's all right. But the, someone the, the, the said playing, jokes, someone said they, something like dads. we're playing Toulouse, and I was like, no, we never play Toulouse. That's not Klopp style or something like that. I said. Yeah, I was proud yeah, of it anyway, yeah. whatever it was. But then yeah. I forgot about that, and that convinced myself that it was fucking Strasbourg in the group for some reason. But I know it's Toulouse, but at Union, whatever they're called, I don't know. That's not being disrespectful. It's just the Europa League. We don't know these teams. It's not my job to fucking scout them, is it? You know, if only got, there was some sort of electronic access thing that you could look at these things in advance. To, to John B's done it all. John B's done loads of research on the Europa League. So John B's doing the Europa League pods. He's like the uh, the Quivian Kelleher of the pods. We just bring him in for cup games. <laughs> <laughs> he has, he's done. You know what? God love him. He's done loads of homework and he sent me emails with like research and stuff that he's done. And it's like, and I've looked and just skimmed through. Has he ever yeah. listened to one of these podcasts before? I never read it. I was like, you know what, John? Good for you, mate. You can talk about all that. But I, I... <laughs> you and John have been mates for years. How the fuck has he said to you? I'm thinking you're going to read it. <laughs> I skim read it. I, I, I flicked through it. And he sent you it to read Chris the title and, I, and then closed it. He sent it to Chris and I thought, well, there's, there's a slight chance that Chris is going to read it all. Because uh, Chris is a bit more prepared than I am, but like, yeah. So we'll we'll get we'll get John B on the uh, the Europa League pods because he's he's done his homework. Plus he's in France, so you might know a bit about. Um, I almost said Strasbourg then. Fucking hell, you might know a bit about Toulouse. Uh, but yeah, uh, we'll be back after that game. Um, I don't know whether I'll do it or not. Depends on if my voice is back at that point. Um, so yeah, until then, thanks for listening, and we'll catch you soon. best word I can say but uh, we'll describe this was boom <laughs> 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 Ooh, what was this it was really good